to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to an exciting episode. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me is Alexa Hauser. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I actually can't believe it's Friday. I kept telling myself yesterday, I'm like, it's tomorrow's Friday. And then I kept being like, no, it's not. Like, why are you trying to get ahead of the week? And then I realized that it was Friday. It is Friday. You know what the worst is when it's Thursday and you feel like it's Friday? Yeah. I don't know why. Even like working from home, like doing you want, that's like the worst feeling ever. (laughs) I think about that sometimes too. I'm like, why do I even care what day it is? Exactly. Because like I never – it's not like anything changes for me. Like I'm still free to do what I want. But what it is I think is that like the weekend, first of all, just has like everybody's off, you know? So like it just feels that fun. It's like like this – It's but it's also part of society where it's like we're free. Like on Friday, that feeling of like, oh my God, I can do whatever I want. It's like – which I just, you know, I don't know. I just think it's like – it's something that like society has trained us to believe like, oh my God, and guess what? On Friday night, you get to party. Yeah. (laughs) You You can't do it before then. Yeah. Don't – you can't have fun before then, but on Friday, Friday, everybody parties. Get it. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so happy Friday. I have a feeling that in the near future, we're going to switch to four day work weeks. Most, a lot of companies are, and I hope so because I've been thinking about this a lot. I forget if I share this on the podcast or not, but I, I was talking about it when I was on vacation the whole time with people and everyone was, my family was actually agreeing with me. I was like, I honestly think it would be way more productive for people to work four days instead of five days and have a three day weekend instead of a two day weekend because like everyone I talk to that has an office job, they tell me all the time how much they fuck around. Like they just yeah. – like they spend a lot of time just fucking around, just trying to fill the time. And then when it comes to like their deadline, they just rush to get it done and that's how they work. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so wouldn't it be so much better if we converted all that time that everyone spends fucking around to a whole nother weekend day, you have a whole nother day to relax and reset. And then when you actually come into the office, you get your shit done because you only have four days. You know what? That's a good point. That's a really good point because like yesterday, my husband, they had like an office party after work. So they had to leave early. So normally he calls me during the day. So I called him and he's like, I can't talk today. I've got to get all my stuff done before this deadline. And I was like, oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because I feel like that's – it's just like this kind of like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. All all of a sudden Friday comes or the end of the week comes and it's like, ah, 
blah. And yeah. everybody gets so stressed out and then you only have two days and you spend like most of those days just recovering or sleeping from the whole week before. And it's mm-hmm. like, why don't we just like call spade a spade and like say what's really happening, which is like most of the time people are in an office, they're just literally fucking around. And don't you want your employees when they come into the office to be like focused and with it and energized and like excited to get their work done? Like, I don't mm. know. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa for president. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Some of you guys yeah. for president. Just take that idea and run with it. Um. <laughs> that idea is gold. Yeah. Some There are some countries that already do it, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of that too. Um, cool. Okay. Well, today, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, uh, we're going to do taps for the next, I guess, three Fridays of this month. Um, and tapping is also known as EFT, which stands for emotional freedom technique. It is the type of healing that I am certified in and I do, uh, private sessions as well as group sessions with people in order to help them process heavy emotions, stuck emotions, traumas, um, limiting beliefs such as like money issues, relationship issues, um, confidence issues, really anything. Anything that you believe or have experienced can be uh, processed and soothed with EFT. Um, and it really is an amazing tool. I was trained by Sonia Sophia, who if those of you who listen to Positive Head will know her. Um, she is just like a magical fairy godmother. She, oh, and she's been on this podcast. What am I talking about? Yeah, she's been on this yeah. podcast multiple times. Um, she's incredible. And she's basically dedicated her life, I mean, the past 30 years of her life at least, to going around the world and teaching this to men, women, and children. Um, She was just in like Sweden teaching all these Scandinavian children. Um, And it was like so sweet. Like she was doing it through a translator and she goes to India and all over the place people are learning this. And um, I first got called to this modality a little over a year ago, I was listening to Positive Head and – well, no, like a year and a half ago now about whatever. I was listening to Positive Head. I had done some tapping through the podcast before. Um, I had done a couple taps online, but I hadn't really like gotten into it because I I don't think I actually understood it. Like it did help me feel calmer, but I just didn't really like go there with it. And then through this wild series of events, which I look back now and I'm like, oh, that was literally the universe just being like, nope, you're doing this. Like, this is what you are doing. (laughs) Um, I just found myself on on plane, trains, and automobiles to get to Sonia Sophia's 10-day training in Austin, Texas. Um, I spent all the money I had, literally, at the time to get there and to do this program. Um, and, and I got trained to be an EFT practitioner and it wasn't until I was like signed up, ready to go to the program, which was only two weeks out from the program happening, um, that I had this realization as I was doing the online course that preceded it. I had this realization. I was like, oh my God, this is what I've been looking for my entire life. Like this tool and this healing modality was literally made for me because when I was younger, I always – people always asked me if I was going to be – they asked me if I was going to be a couple things. One, a lawyer because I love to argue <laughs> and I love to tell people why I was right. Um, 
Because I was passionate about things when I was younger. And two, um, a therapist, like a psychologist. Like that was something that um, was reflected back to me quite a bit when I was younger. Like, oh, is that something you want to do? You're so good at talking to people or you're always around to like help with problems, stuff like that. And I liked helping people with their problems. So part of me did think I was going to do psychology. But when I got to college and I double majored in psychology and communication, um, it did like psychology, but it just kind of – I just didn't really feel in alignment with it anymore. So I dropped the psychology. And I think I just realized I don't want to sit in an office all day and just like hear people's problems because at the time while I was in college, I started going to a therapist because I was experiencing some depression and anxiety and panic attacks that I didn't really understand. And the, the psychologist that I got at the time – sat there and it was literally out of a movie where she doesn't talk at all and then goes every every like you know 20 minutes goes and how does that make you feel and i would just say and then at the end she no, nothing would be said it wasn't even like a reflection it would be like okay and so when when's the next when would you like the next appointment and my parents were helping me out at the time and paying like this woman was in Brentwood, which is where like celebrities live. I don't know how I found her. I was recommended her, whatever. And that was my experience of like with therapy, like <laughs> her just sitting there and being like, mm-hmm. and no, nothing getting better, and in fact starting to feel worse because I'm like, what's this supposed to be doing? Um, and so I decided to drop psychology, and um, and yeah, and then I like moved on and worked in media and communication and entertainment, but. Part of me still really like to help people, but I just kind of never knew the way. And so when I found EFT and when I started learning about it, I realized this is meant for me because this is a combination of um, – it's like modern day psychology or therapy mm-hmm. mixed with Eastern, Eastern, Eastern medicine-like philosophy basically. Um, so there's a physical experience and a physical sensation that you receive when you do this. And then there's also like the mental and emotional relief, um, and clarity that you get that you would want to get when you go to therapy. Um, and so, and I get to be that person that's like inquisitive and asking questions and like digging deeper on issues and stuff while at the same time providing physical relief and release so that when my clients leave the session, they physically feel better. Like that is what we're measuring <laughs> the whole time, what they're feeling. And so, so, so yeah, for me, I just fell in love with this modality. And you know what's cool is that recently I've been tapping with a lot of people and every time, the past three or four taps, no joke, that I've done with first-time tappers have all asked me, they've like fallen in love with it just like I have. And they've been like, I need to do this tell me how. And I tell them how and they're like, okay. And they're like literally saving up to like go get it done. And I'm just like, wow, like this is really cool. People are really, really feeling called to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the thing is that when you feel, when you've been carrying something around your whole life, you know, it's like a way that you've been your whole life, social anxiety, fear of like responsibility or, um, like a story you've been telling like your entire life and you've never known how to get out of it and then you mm-hmm. sit down and you do a 90-minute session and you feel more relief in that one session than you've felt your whole life. Like yeah. it really wakes you up and goes, oh my God, like this is way simpler than I thought. Mm-hmm. This is this is, this is is really like magic. It feels like magic, but 
it's not magic. It's it's just bringing love and acceptance to the issues that you've kind of been pushing away for so long um, because our society typically really teaches us to push these things down and not express them. So if you're angry, we've been told it's not okay to be angry. So just bottle it up, like pretend yep. it's not there. Um, move on. Move Everybody's on. angry. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah move on. Um yeah, essentially we've just been taught that our emotions are not okay, that we have to be happy and agreeable and easygoing all the time. So over time, we've adopted that as our narrative that like – and we tell ourselves it's not okay. So then like when we get upset, we tell ourselves it's not okay to be upset. When we, when we get angry, we tell ourselves it's not okay to be angry. And all that does is cause more interference and resistance and confusion um, and struggle in your own being. And – you know, a download that I've gotten over the past few months uh, is to just agree with yourself, you know, like the most powerful thing you can ever do is to agree with yourself. Meaning if you feel angry, just say, yeah, I'm angry, like to yourself and say like, and hey, that's okay. Like I'm a human. It's all good to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be resentful. It's okay to be any of the feelings you have. They're just feelings, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. okay to feel them. It just means you're you're having an experience. Um, I also think that that transition from high school into college is a very traumatic transition. You're going from being taken care of predominantly to you really have to take care of yourself. And then you're shoved in the real world with a bunch of other people you don't know. And it's a hard transition it's a rough one. So it's no surprise that people have anxiety or depression or um, breakdowns or whatever the case may be during that period of time, because it's a big one, whether you choose to go to college or not, it's a big transition. Yeah. I mean that and any trans like, but yeah, you're right. Like, because the truth is we're never really taught how to manage our emotions for ourselves. Right. We're taught how to manage our emotions for the people taking care of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like our goal from the time that we're babies until the time we leave the house is to just make sure that like our parents are cool with us, yeah. like that we don't piss them off too bad. I mean, some people like to piss them off, but you know what I mean? Like we're trying not to – we're just working around their emotions, really. And so we never really learn to tune into our own. And when we have when we have our emotions, like when we have tantrums and when we have the things we're often told, or this is ha- how past generations have done it, we're often told to stop it and we're punished, we're isolated. Yeah. Um, we're told that we're bad, you know what I mean, for having these feelings. And so it becomes very confusing, yeah, when you suddenly then leave the house and now you're alone and now you're still having these feelings and you still can't express yourself but you don't know why you don't even have the people you 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 don't have the structure there that has it make sense and yeah. then you don't even know how to manage your you don't know how, what to do with your anger what to do with your sadness and that's why also i think like college is a big time of partying right because mm-hmm. it's like you're masking it yeah and you're just you want to get loose like you want to get yeah. free and it's kind of like i'm I'm in control of me now and like this is my uh, – it's almost like a rebellion. I mean it's also fun too. Like don't get me wrong. I, college is fun. You're free and you get to explore yourself. But I do, yeah, think that that is why a lot of kind of 
a lot of growth happens at that point and a lot of panic attacks. Like that's when I had my first real panic attack when I was in college and I had no idea what was going on and I felt like I was going to die. Um, so I wish that panic I had – Panic attacks are no joke. Yeah, they're really not. It literally feels like you're going to die and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I had had this tool in college because I know it would have helped me so much in so many areas. But you know what? I'm just happy that – now I get to be someone who shares this tool with other people and that I I actually talked to my – my mom is the head of um, media. She's the – what is she? She's like the guidance counselor <laughs> – career counselor, career counselor. She's the career counselor at the uh, School of Communi- Communication, Media, and Journalism for Temple University. So she um, helps kids – like it's funny because we're kind of doing similar things, but she's working with college kids. She like helps them figure out what they want to do and how to get there and like how to work through all their resistance about like getting there and figure the, their way out of like weird situations mm-hmm. and stuff, cool. with, stuff with their parents and stuff. And she's telling me that people – kids keep coming to her and they're like, I don't want to do what my parents want me to do and I don't know what to do. And they feel sad and stuck and they just feel so confused because they don't know who to listen to. And I was, like, telling her, I was, like, we should do, like, a tap, like, a group tap with all of them to, like – and she was, like, you know what? That would be really good for them. And I'm, like, yeah, because my goal is to get this into schools, like, younger and younger. But, I mean, starting with college to give kids, like, what I wish I had at that very confusing time Mm. would be awesome. So You know, I think also if I'm going to get on my soapbox really quick, I think it's a crazy notion – an insane notion and so much pressure we're putting on young people to be like, cool, you're 18, 19 years old. Now you get to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like how much pressure is that? Like, that's insane. I was giving a reading to someone that was going into college the other day. And I was like, you don't need to figure it all out right now. Yeah. You can change your mind later on if you want to. It's okay. And you no, will. <laughs> yeah, and you will. And no one will look at you poorly because of it. And if they do, they don't live with your choices. Yeah. You live with your choices. Yeah. Like we're so hell-bent on living because we're worried about what other people think about us. But like I learned at a very young age, no one else will live with my consequences but me. Mm-hmm. Having yeah. a kid at 19 will teach you that very, very quickly. No one else will live with my consequences but me. Yep. And I love, I love my kid. Don't get me wrong, but holy shit, that was a tough lesson to learn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love that. Like no one will live with my consequences, but me, it goes with like the whole thing about, it's like, it's like you better live the, you better do what actually makes you happy instead of what other people are saying, because trust me, they are not going to be paying your bills. Like they are not like, you know what I mean? Like they're not going to be – if you let what other people say about what you're doing stop you from doing your dream, they're yeah. not going to be taking care of you. They're not going to be there for you when you're mis- – you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not going to be – and so it's like you just have to create your dream whether anyone likes it or not because it's your dream. And as far as, you know – um, yeah, figuring it all out. I do I think that's crazy too and I also think that this is why college is kind of like this now it's becoming a weird it's sort of like outdated, like not not completely. I do still think if you feel called to go to college, totally go to college. I'm not saying it's a, it's bad or anything like that. But it is kind of like compared to like 10 years ago, it's kind of like mm, 
that doesn't really make the most sense for everyone. Like, because because right. that means that you would have to know 100% or would have to think you know 100% what you want to do at 18 and still want to do that four years later when look at how we are right now as humans. We do this, yeah. we do this, we do this, we do this. It changes all the time. And if you're listening to this and you're in college, again, like good for you and you and you love it, cool. Like, Keep doing it. I do think college is great for some people. And I wouldn't have wanted to change my college experience. I met my best friends in college and I had a good social experience in college. But, um, you know, I I do think that like uh, focusing on one thing for four years and expecting that that's not going to change is a bit unrealistic in today's society. So how do we Yeah, I mean, I think that – I mean, statistically, you can look at like – Statistically, it says that in, what is it, five years, a bachelor's degree will be obsolete because everyone has one, right? Most people. I don't have one, but most people do. It already kind of is. Right? But trade schools are more dominant now where that's the direction that people are going because you're learning a specific skill in a short amount of time. Now, those are way more expensive, so it's a catch-22. But still, um, and then also we need more laborers. Like, Mm -hmm. kind of dropped off on that. Like, everybody wanted their kids to go to college, and so they put a lot of pressure on their kids. And everybody's gone to to college now, and that's great. But um, we still need laborers in our society. We still need those people that want to do manual work. So, and this goes back to again, it's like not ever. This is this goes back to why you have to listen to what's inside of you. Yeah. Because, for example, like the new, like green energy, that's going to require a lot of new infrastructure, a lot of new things to be created and built, right? And put into place. And Mm so, if you're getting this message, like, I want to be a laborer of some sort, I want to train right. to, like, install this thing or, like, build this thing or, or work with this type of material, and then you have everyone around you going, no, like, no, no, like, you got to go to college, you got to get a degree. Well, what if your calling is to be, like, this person that invents, like, you know, some some new way of, like, installing, uh, like, uh, what's it called? The, the They absorb light, the – the green sundial no not no. sundials no <laughs> solar panels yeah i was almost done. some new like solar panel thing or new way of doing it that's way more energy efficient or like some new way of building using some sort of material that's way more that like saves like all this energy yeah. i mean what if you're that person and then you listen to the people that are like no you really just have to do what everyone else is doing it's like why everybody's already doing that like why can't yeah. i just do this thing and the truth is you can you just have to stop listening to the people that are telling you that you have to do that which yes might mean your parents but trust me Listen to Gary Vee about that because you much would rather have like a solid like couple years of conflict with them than your whole life resenting them for pushing you in a different direction. So it's just important that everybody listen to what their calling is and don't judge it. Like don't judge it because you have no idea how it's playing into the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And and just be it's it's kind of like an Abraham Hicks thing. It's like stop looking at what is because what is is changing all the time, and what you see as the norm is not going to be the norm even tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. let alone in a year or five years or ten years. You know. Yeah. My my oldest son. We were having a conversation because I was like, you know, have you thought about what you want to do? And 
He's like, no, I have no idea. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he's like, I think I might want to do YouTube. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. If you want to do that, you could do that. And he's like, oh, I was trying to, I was trying to get you upset. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, it's not my life to decide yeah. what you're going to do. If you want to do YouTube, then go do YouTube. Like you should probably take a video editing course, but like, if you don't feel like it and you just want to go for it, then just go for it. You're not going to be living in my house forever. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, like go do what you want to do, man. So totally. <sighs> well, but I love that that's a job by the way. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. That's a job. I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to be a video, uh, an internet person. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Well, I feel like a YouTuber, but like YouTubers are specific types of people. They're like obsessed with like a certain type of thing. And that's, I mean, there are just some like quote unquote influencers, but I also feel like there's people who have specific messages to share or there are people who are very passionate about a topic. You know what I mean? And And they work really, really hard. I am by no means like diminishing that, that field. I mean, they work really hard. They create a lot of content to put out consistently. Yeah, and we know how. With, yeah, but I'm saying, and then they work with analytics. Like there's, I'm oh. not saying like a YouTuber is like a nothing job. No, I thought you were saying yeah. the opposite. I am saying the opposite. Yeah. I don't want anybody else to think that I'm saying. No, you were yeah, saying. Whatever. No, I, I was saying we know, I was saying also we know how hard they work because we are putting we are content. putting content out and it's hard. There's so much to do, man. Like it's it's difficult. Um, there's just a lot of bases to cover. So yeah, it's like a full-time thing and um, yeah, can get overwhelming. Get Which Anybody want to work what? on that until we get a managing agent? I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> a manager. A manager. Um, until, yeah. Well, and it can get very overwhelming, which leads us into our tap for today. <laughs> overwhelmed we still have to do a tap um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of this have fun guys no tap today see you later so we were feeling into what would be the best tap for today and both of us were just kind of resonating with this feeling of overwhelm um you know this week has been energetically overwhelming um the the beginning of august you know it's also been fun and moments, but overall it's been over energetically overwhelming. And we've talked to a lot of you that have been experiencing all kinds of things like panic attacks and having to go to the hospital even and just like just just intense things happening um, because, you know, maybe being unsure of what's happening in your body, maybe being unsure of what's happening in your life. Um, maybe it it's just, a Lionsgate portal. Yeah, maybe know. it's a Lionsgate portal. And it just just the feeling of it's a lot. It's a lot and maybe a lot of questions about what this means and where you're going and all of it. So we decided today the tap will be on overwhelm. And so um, Ambrosia, I'm going to use you as my guinea pig, (laughs) my tapping pig. (laughs) Your tapping pig? I don't care for that. (laughs) I know. Sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So if you're listening – and you want to follow along, which I would highly suggest, um, I'm going to ask Ambrosia some questions and I want you to answer these for yourself. Okay. I'm going to answer for myself. Yeah, you're going to answer for yourself. Yeah, so everybody else answer for yeah, yourself. Yeah, so you guys answer for yourself. So, All right. 
the okay. start. So if Amby, if you were to give me your issue in a sentence, in a statement, what would it be? Um, I feel overwhelmed with my tasks at hand. And what are some other negative emotions that are associated with this? Stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, sorry, everyone, while while we're talking about this, can everyone at home just tap on their chest with one hand? Can't get it wrong anywhere on the chest. Okay, go ahead. So what are some negative emotions? Um, I said stress, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to say uh, – um, I keep hearing dis-ease. Dis-ease. Ooh. Yeah. Discomfort. Um, and annoyance. hmm Okay. And what are some negative things that you're saying to yourself about it? Um, you're lazy if you don't get this done. Mm-hmm. Everybody's counting on you. Mm-hmm. You're such a slacker. Okay. Good. And everyone, let's take a deep breath. So also, if you're following along at home and you want to, like, so do this even more, like solidify this. You can do this while you're driving or something, but also if you're at home and you have access to like a pen and paper or a computer, I would write these answers down that you're putting in place of what Ambie's saying, just so you can see it all on like a page. Okay. So now I want to ask you, what does your culture say about this? Oh, that if I don't – if I um, take time for myself, then I'm lazy if I am not pushing, 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 then I'm a slacker and I'm not trying hard enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a deep breath. Okay, so what is the earliest t- time in your life that you remember feeling these same ways, this stress, disease, discomfort, annoyance, Feeling lazy, feeling like a slacker. Mm. We're getting like real serious now. We're getting real emotional Um, with my mom. Camille or? Camille, yeah. Okay. What What happened? Was there like a specific um, I was in high school and she decided that she was going to go back to school. And so she quit her job. And it made me really angry. Because I felt like she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing. Mm. And so that put like all the pressure on you? Yeah. So I had to start paying the bills with my jobs mm. or help out with the bills. I didn't pay all of them. Okay. Take another deep breath. And was there anyone in like your early family life that felt um, – or just your early life that also felt this like stress, disease, discomfort, annoyance? Yes. 
my mom, Camille, and my sister. Their whole lives, as long as I can remember. Great. Um, so what limiting decisions or beliefs do you think you could have created as a result of these early experiences? Going to college is bad. Um, you have to work really hard to get ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Suffering is normal. Mm -hmm. Good. I'll take another deep breath. And on a scale from zero to 10, how intense is this issue for you right now? This overwhelm with the tasks you have? Seven. Great. Okay, so everyone at home, you rate your issue too from zero to 10, 10 being the most intense, zero being the least intense. Um, okay, and the last question is how do you want to feel about this? this issue um i would like to feel relaxed and flowy relaxed and flowy anything else um nope That's just relaxed easy feeling easy i feel like i'm supposed to say another word now Alexa. yeah you are <laughs> This is the point. This is where you can insert whatever you want. Like, what about trust? What about? Mm. Okay. That sounds good. Trust. Yeah. We'll I'm hijacking this. <laughs> um, okay. Great. Um, okay. So there we have the ones. Okay. So now what we're going to do is – I'm going to use this information that you've given me and also my intuition to lead us through a tap. So if there's ever anything I say that isn't, you know, completely resonant with what you're feeling, just let me know because it's important that what you say really resonates with what you actually feel. So that goes um, for you at home as well. Make sure that what you're saying actually resonates with your particular situation, okay? Because um, it will it – will, be more powerful that way. Um, so that means if I say something and you have something a little, if you feel something different, just replace the word. Um, the other thing that I usually tell people before we tap is that sometimes memories will come up um, and they might seem unrelated, but if they come up while we're tapping, they're probably related. So take note of that. And this is why it's good to have like a pen or a pencil handy so that you can just write things down um, and go back to them later. Um, and the third thing is that when we tap, it's typical to have symptoms of off-gassing. That's what Sonia calls it. So off-gassing can look like burping, laughing, yawning, crying, hot flashes, cold flashes. Ambi just yawned already. Um, mm. <laughs> one of my friends sweats. <laughs> like it just depends. Um, but either way, whatever happens, um, just know that that's a sign that your body is processing the emotion and releasing the energy and it's a very good thing. All right. Okay. I'm good to go. All right. So everybody mm -hmm. let's tap on the chest. 
and close our eyes if you can. And I like to just start my sessions with three deep grounding breaths. So inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Inhale one more time. Let it all out. Good. Now, staying at the chest, you're going to repeat after me. Nice yawn. Okay. Even though I have this issue. Even though I have this issue. Of feeling overwhelmed with my tasks at hand. Of feeling overwhelmed with my tasks at hand. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Good. Deep breath. (sighs) Now tap the top of the eyebrows where the eyebrows start just above the nose. This issue. This issue. With overwhelm. With overwhelm. I feel really overwhelmed. I feel really overwhelmed. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. And I'm overwhelmed at the thought of doing it. And I'm overwhelmed at the thought of doing it. Good. Deep breath. Tap the side of the eyes, like where the temples are. This feeling of overwhelm. This feeling of overwhelm. That started when? That started as a child. I've been carrying this overwhelm around for so long. I've been carrying this overwhelm around for so long. So many years. So many years. Spent with this overwhelming feeling. Spent with this overwhelming feeling. That there's too much for me to handle. That there's too much for me to handle. Deep breath. Now move to the cheekbone, so like right under your eyes. Even though I've been carrying this overwhelm around since I was very little. Even though I've been carrying around this overwhelm since I was very little. And it's been affecting me in a negative way. And it's been affecting me in a negative way. It's okay. It's okay. I'm open to loving and accepting myself as I am. I'm open to loving and accepting myself as I am. Okay. Deep breath. So keep tapping. I'm just going to talk to you for a second. So again, this goes back to that, the concept of agreeing with ourselves, right? So a lot of what our natural instinct is to kind of try to be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or like, I know this isn't good. Or like, I should probably not do this. And I know I should chill out, right? There's this this like talk in our head of like what we should do and how this isn't right. And we know we should be better or whatever it is. But this is the power of EFT. And this is the power of agreeing with yourself is truly just saying, 
yeah, like I've carried this around for a while and it's affected me, but it's totally okay. I love myself right here, even if this never goes away. Even if I stay right here for the rest of my life, I love myself. It's okay. Actually, let's say that. So deep breath. (sighs) Part of me thinks I should have been over this already. Part of me thinks I should have been over this already. That I should have found a way to manage the overwhelm. That I should have found a way to manage the overwhelm. But I'm open to the possibility. But I'm open to the possibility. That it's okay to have this overwhelm. That it's okay to have this overwhelm. Tap under the nose. Like right above the lips. In that little like cool divot. It's okay that I feel overwhelmed. It's okay that I feel overwhelmed. In fact, this doesn't ever have to change. This doesn't have to ever change. I could keep this feeling of overwhelm until I die. I could keep this feeling of overwhelm until I die. If I really wanted to. If I really wanted to. And I'm open to the possibility. And I'm open to the possibility. That part of me wants to. That part of me wants to. Because it's comfortable. Because it's comfortable. It's safe. It's safe. It's what I know. It's what I know. It's possible that I've been carrying this around for so long. It's possible that I've been carrying this around for so long. That it's part of my identity. That it's part of my identity. And part of me is afraid to lose that part of my identity. And part of me is afraid to lose that part of my identity. And that's okay. And that's okay. Deep breath. (sighs) Tap under the lips. I still love and respect myself. I still love and respect myself. Even if this part of me decides to keep the overwhelm. Even if this part of me decides to keep the overwhelm. Because it feels familiar. Because it feels familiar. Tap the chest. So let me check in with you, Ambie. How are you feeling on a scale from zero to 10? I feel like at about a five. Awesome. And what feels like, and by the way, if you if you were checking in with yourself right now and you actually went up on the scale, that is totally okay and actually totally normal. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you'll go up in intensity before you come down, so just keep tapping and stick with it. And don't you're you're doing it. You're doing perfect. You're not doing anything wrong. This is very normal. Um, and if you went down, that's great. But if you went up, that's great too. Just stick stick with the tapping. Okay. So what is coming to the forefront of this issue for you right now? Um, I don't know. The I guess just like all the stuff that I have to be doing right now. Mm, All the stuff that I have to be doing right now that I don't actually have to be doing right now. Okay, good. So deep breath. Part of me is being really hard on myself. 
part of me is being really hard on myself. A part of me keeps telling me. A part of me keeps telling me. That I have to do all of this stuff. Then I have to do all of this stuff. Or else I'm a slacker. Or else I'm a slacker. Now tap the front of the ribs on the bottom rib, like the very front of the ribs and the, the bottom of it. That's I guess that's the only way I can describe that. Um, <laughs> should I say it one more time? The front and the bottom of the ribs. Um, <laughs> For the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, part of me believes – Part of me believes that if I don't get everything done, that if I don't get everything done that I can conceive of doing right now, that I can conceive of doing right now, then I'm a failure, then I'm a failure and a slacker and a slacker and I'm not working hard enough and I'm not working hard enough. Okay. Deep breath. <sighs> Tap the side of the ribs. Can't hear me? There you go. Okay. <laughs> tap the side of the ribs. Like give yourself kind of – you can either give yourself a hug and tap the side of the ribs like where your uh, bra strap would go like under your armpit or you can do like monkey arms and hit under the armpit there. Yeah. Good. Part of me keeps telling me that I'm a slacker. Part of me keeps telling me that I'm a slacker. Even though I'm working a lot. Even though I'm working a lot. And I'm managing a lot. And I'm managing a lot. It feels like it's never going to be enough. It feels like it's never going to be enough. Deep breath. <sighs> now tap the inside of your wrist so... Um, flip your wrist over and tap like all four fingers across the inside of the wrist. Horizontal. Yeah. Part of me is really resentful. Part of me is really resentful. And annoyed. And annoyed. Because I feel like all of this pressure is on me. Because I feel like all this pressure is on me. Why do I have to do all of this? Why do I have to do all of this? Why is it all on me? Why is it all on me? It's not fair. It's not fair. When am I going to be able to relax? <sighs> when am I going to be able to relax? Good. Deep breath. <sighs> Let's do a lightning tap with that one. So what that means is we're going to tap on like five different points really quickly saying the same thing, right? So – Move to the next tapping point, which is put your put your hand in front of your body so that like the palm of your hand is facing your heart, if that makes sense. Right? Like mm -hmm. spread all your fingers out and make like a like a five and then like have the palm facing your heart space. And then tap the top of see how your thumb has has two sides of the nail and Tap the top side of the nail, of the thumbnail, sorry. So the one that you can see when you're looking down at your thumb when your hand is in this position. This thumb position is always really difficult for people to understand. But once they get it, they get all the other positions. So yeah, hopefully you got that. Okay, so we're tapping the side of the top of the thumbnail. So deep breath. 
when am I going to be able to relax? When am I going to be able to relax? Now go down a finger and tap the same place on the index finger. When am I going to be able to relax? When am I going to be able to relax? Go down and tap the same place on the middle finger. When am I going to be able to fucking relax? When am I going to be able to fucking relax? That was because we're on the middle finger, so it's like fucking. Okay. (laughs) Now tap the fourth finger, and you're actually going to switch sides. You're going to tap the bottom side of the nail. When am I going to be able to relax? When am I going to be able to relax? And now tap the pinky finger, but tap, go back to the top side of it again. It feels like I'm never going to be able to relax. It feels like I'm never going to be able to relax. And that makes me really angry. And that makes me really angry. Good. Deep breath. <sighs> Good. I'm open to the possibility that it's okay to be angry. I'm open to the possibility that it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be angry when I feel like I have too much to do. It's okay to be angry when I feel like I have too much to do. It doesn't feel good to have too much to do. It doesn't feel good to have too much to do. It doesn't feel good to fail. It doesn't feel good to fail. Or fall behind. Or fall behind. But I'm open to the possibility. But I'm open to the possibility. That I'm lovable. That I'm lovable. Exactly as I am. Exactly as I am. No matter how many times I fail. No matter how many times I fail. Or fall behind. Or fall behind. Deep breath. (sighs) So make like a karate chop with your hand and tap the bottom side, like the fleshy part of your hand. Does that make sense? Like right above your wrist but below your pinky finger. Um, so how are you feeling, Ambie? What's coming up for you? Hmm. Where are you on the scale, number one? I'm kind of neutral. Neutral. What does that mean? I mean, like I, I don't know. I just don't have any emotion. Okay. Do you feel any intensity about this overwhelm? Um... I'm having other memories come up of like when I felt like so intensely overwhelmed that it was like a panic attack. Can you share one of those memories? Sure. Oh, as I ripped my headphones out. Um, Yeah. So as a mom, um, I get those pretty frequently when you have like your kids are sick or you're going back to school or the kids are going back to school. Um, you have a job, a full-time job and you have to take everybody around. God forbid they do sports, all of that. So it's like having to be there for all of them. Yes. It's like having to be for everybody and you're just feeling like who's going to be there for me. Mm, Okay, good. So let's deep breath. I know we have a lot of moms listening, so this will be good. I feel overwhelmed as a mother. I feel overwhelmed as a mother. As a mom. As a mom. Tap the top of your head, all over your head, top and the sides. I feel overwhelmed that I have to be there for everyone. 
I feel overwhelmed that I have to be there for everyone. I have to be there for all the things. I have to be there for all the things. For all of my kids. For all of my kids. But who's going to be there for me? But who's going to be there for me? Who's going to be there for me? Who's going to be there for me? Who's going to pick me up when I fall? Who's going to pick me up when I fall? Now tap the top of the eyebrows again above the nose. Who's going to pick me up when I fall? Who's going to pick me up when I fall? What if I can't do this? What if I can't do this? What if this is too much? What if this is too much? How do I put the brakes on this thing? How do I put the brakes on this thing? How do I pause? How do I pause? Life. Yeah, life. Deep breath. (sighs) Tap the temples. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Because it feels like I'm supposed to be perfect. Because it feels like I'm supposed to be perfect. I'm never supposed to mess up. I'm never supposed to mess up. Or have a bad day. Or have a bad day. Tap the cheekbones. And that's really overwhelming. And that's really overwhelming. Sometimes I feel like I don't have space. Sometimes I feel like I don't have space. To breathe. To breathe. Or feel. Or feel. Or have a moment. Or have a moment. Because I'm supposed to be there for others. Because I'm supposed to be there for others. And there's always something I can be worrying about. And there's always something I could be worrying about. So it kind of feels like. So it kind of feels like. If I'm not worrying about my kids. If I'm not worrying about my kids. Or my business. Or my business. Then I'm wasting time. Then I'm wasting time. And I'm slacking. And I'm slacking. Deep breath. (sighs) Tap under the nose. I'm open now to the possibility. I'm open now to the possibility. That taking time for myself. That taking time for myself. Is not a waste of time. Is not a waste of time. It's the most valuable. It's the most valuable. Thing I can do sometimes. Thing I can do sometimes. Tap under the lips. Because it gives me energy and strength. Because it gives me energy and strength. To give back to my kids and my business. To give back to my kids and my business. Good deep breath. <sighs> Tap the chest. Um, do you feel the overwhelm in your body? Yeah, in my head. In Headache. Head. Headache, okay. Mm-hmm. I need to – it's getting fucking hot in here. Um, Okay, headache. So everybody tune in and see if you can feel the overwhelm in your body and see where it is and just follow this format but just talk about it where it is, okay? So tap on your chest and, Ambie, what does it feel like in your head? Uh, It feels like a headache on the sides of my head. Okay, like throbbing? Like a vice grip. Pressure, okay. Like pressure. So tune into that feeling. Deep breath. Keep tapping in the chest. 
It's possible that I've been carrying this overwhelm in my head. It's possible that I've been carrying this overwhelm in my head. It feels like pressure on the side of my head. It feels like pressure on the sides of my head. Like something squeezing. Like something squeezing. And everyone at home, now you take – describe what's happening to you. Um, in like what your pain is, wherever it is, just describe what it's what it feels like. So, Ambie, it feels like my head is in a vice grip. It feels like my head is in a vice grip. It's throbbing. It's throbbing. It hurts. It hurts. And I don't like it. And I don't like it. Deep breath. <sighs> Tap the inside of the wrist again. But I'm open to accepting the sensation. I'm open to accepting the sensation. Even though it's uncomfortable. Even though it's uncomfortable. Tap the top of the thumb. This uncomfortable sensation in my head. This uncomfortable sensation in my head. Related to overwhelm. Related to overwhelm. Tap the index finger. It's okay. It's okay. That I have this uncomfortable sensation. That I have this uncomfortable sensation. I still love and respect myself. I still love and respect myself. Good. Deep breath. <sighs> Tap the middle finger. How does it feel? Is it the same? Did it move? Did it change? Yeah, it went up a little. Up. Intense? Yeah. Same place? Oh, no. My head is better. The anxiety is up. Oh, okay. Why is the anxiety up? Um, it just feels – that's how it feels in my body. Is there a thought that triggered it? Yeah. What? I'm staring at my past. Time. Yeah. We're going to wrap up soon, but let's just tap on that real quick. (laughs) Deep breath. I don't even have time to do this tap right now. I don't even have time to do this tap right now. (laughs) Tap under the fourth finger. I do not have time to do this tap right now. I do not have time to do this tap right now. Part of me thinks this is wasting time. Part of me thinks this is wasting time. Part of me thinks I'd so much rather be doing my to-do list. So much. I Part of me thinks I'd be so much happier doing my to-do list. Yeah. Tap the little finger. Because then I'd feel like I was getting something done. Because then I feel like I was getting something done. But I'm open to the new understanding. But I'm open to the new understanding. That no matter how much I got done of that list – that no matter how much I got done of this list, I would fill it right back up just as fast. I would fill it right back up just as fast. Tap the side of the hand. So it's possible. So it's possible. That it really doesn't matter how much I get done today. That it really doesn't matter how much I get done today. Because there will always be more to put on the list. Because there will always be more to put on the list. And now I see... And now I see this pattern, this pattern of pushing myself, of pushing myself, even though there's no end, even though there's no end, 
Of trying to get to the end. Of trying to get to the end. Even though part of me knows there's no end. Even though part of me knows there's no end. Deep breath. At the top of the head. Can I bring some more calm here? Can I bring some more calm here? Can I bring some more trust here? Can I bring some more trust here? Can I bring some more? What do you want to bring here? Peace. Peace here. Is it okay if I only do two things on this list today? Is it okay if I only do two things on this list today? Can I decide that that will be successful too? Can I decide that that will be successful too? Tap the top of the eyebrows. Can I redefine success? Can I redefine success? Can instead of success being how many things I do. Instead of success being how many things I do. Can success be how good I feel at the end of the day? Can success be how good I feel at the end of the day? Tap the side of the eyes. Can success be how good I feel in any moment? Can success be how good I feel in each moment? Deep breath. Tap the cheekbones. I'm willing to consider it. I'm willing to consider it. Tap the under the nose. Even though I might have some remaining resistance here. Even though I might have some remaining resistance here. It's okay. It's okay. I'm open to loving and accepting myself where I am. I'm open to loving and accepting myself where I am. Tap under the lips. And it's possible that I can feel relaxed. And it's possible that I can feel relaxed. And flowy. And flowy. And easy. And easy. And trust. And trust. And it's possible that the universe supports me completely. And it's possible that the universe supports me completely. And that I have help. And that I have help. Seen and unseen. Seen and unseen. Tap the chest. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And I'm proud of myself for taking this time for myself today. And I'm proud of myself for taking this time for myself today. Deep breath. (sighs) Tap all over the body. Tell yourself something you love about yourself. You're a nice person. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, How do you feel? I feel good. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. We lost you. I might. Yeah. Oh, you, you just. You Freaking just, me out. Wait, you just, you just cut out. I cut out. Okay. Yeah. Um, I said the anxiety went down. Good. It's good. Great. Yeah. So normally we would have, I mean, we actually went longer on this than I thought, but normally we would have like a full hour to tap and just like kind of chase the feelings down. Um, also, we didn't even really go into the experience, you know, that popped up when Ambie was talking about like her mother and 
that experience of having to work at such a young age. So that's actually usually a big <laughs> that's an, usually a big piece. But we just we just we just followed the feeling and we just kind of went with what was coming up. So, um, you know, when you are when you are doing your tap, you know, that's something you can kind of talk about if you want to. Um, but hopefully you were able to follow along with this. Um, you know, we'll do another tap next Friday. What'd you say? Hopefully you're able to follow along with this. Let us know how it, um, you know, went for you. Um, if you did it, let us know what your results were. And, you know, just remember that um, any feelings that come up, you can just always just tap on your chest very simply and just say, like, I accept this feeling. I accept this feeling. It's okay. It's okay to feel however I do. And that alone will bring you a lot of calm and healing. Um, so, Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs> Happy Self-Care Friday. Self-Care Friday. We love you, and we will be back on Monday with another episode. Till next time. Oh, shit. Nope. Patrons. Well, all right. Yep. Hold up. Hold up. Stop. Wait a minute. Hold Are you just trying minute. to fill time? Yeah, no, I got it, though. I got it. With Annika, <laughs> Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi Abnetter, Maribel Muncy, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha Boshnevich, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Trempsey Foster Mom on Instagram, Karen Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Latiri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, Alicia D'Amico, and Nike, thank you so much for Woo-hoo. being our patrons. Oh, um, the next uh, public conversations with John, because we have two groups. One is private where people get to actually like talk to John on Zoom. And then the public one is where you get to ask one question a month. Um, and that is on our Facebook Live where I ask it for you. So uh, the next conversations with John, I believe it is on the 21st. Hold on. Yeah. Let me double check. Yeah, is that right? right? 21st. Yeah, the 21st at 9 p.m. ET. Mm -hmm. So if you will not be there, please send me your questions ahead of time, Um, like not like an hour before if possible, just because it's – I just want to make sure I get you all because last time we missed a couple because they came in a little bit late. Um, So send them ahead of time and yeah. Um, And if you want to be a part of that, you can sign up on our Patreon site, which is linked in the show notes. Um, You'll need to be in the Dragonfly tier or above. So uh, Mm -hmm. hope to see more of you in there. And we love you so much. Till next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 